Hello, and welcome to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast with your host, me, Hal Coleman, uncensored and unplugged. Pay attention, take lots of notes, because you're going to find out exactly how to get more new customers, more referrals, and grow your business. Hal Coleman has been active in the pest control industry for over 40 years, including owning and operating his own successful pest control business for 18 years. He now devotes his time to helping other PCOs and other WCOs double, triple, and even quadruple their businesses faster than they ever imagined. Be sure to check out his website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. For more information about Hal's coaching program, you can reach him at 770-993-0004 or email him hal at halcoleman.com. Mike Stewart is known as the Internet Audio and Video Guy. Since the birth of the Internet, Mike has been showing small business owners how to get more new customers, increase their sales, and grow their businesses online using audio and video, now with iPhones and Android phones. For more information about Mike's coaching program and his online training courses, visit MikeStewartCoaching.com or email him Mike at InternetAudioGuide.com. Well, this is Hal Coleman again with another episode of the Pest Control Marketing Podcast, and I'm here with my good friend and cohort in crime, Mike Stewart. How you doing, Mike? Howdy, howdy on this rainy day in Nashville. How you doing? Yeah, it's a rainy day here in Roswell, too. Yeah, and uh, ain't technology great? I mean, we can be anywhere in the world, and we can be doing our podcast together. So You know, it's, it's just, it's, just uh, it's amazing what technology will let you do to communicate and connect. And, of course, the thing, thing that, you know, that I see people in my world of, of technology and podcasting is they're, they're fearful and they're timid and they're scared to try things that they're not comfortable doing. And how's that for a segue? <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. How's that for a segue? I got to pick something out of that to segue. So I'm going with the word timid. Okay. All right. Uh, Zig Ziglar had a, had a saying, and, I, and you know, probably like all sayings, he heard it from somebody else, but everybody attributes it to him, and I like it. And that is this: timid salespeople have scrawny kids. Oh. Now, if, if if you can't interpret that, it means timid salespeople can't afford to buy much food to feed their kids. Uh, timid salespeople leave fortunes and fortunes on the table for the other guys. And when when I have uh, sign up somebody into my coaching program, you know, one of the first things we we jump into a lot of times is how to get them over over being timid because a lot of them are timid. They they not just about selling, but about plunging into technology, about uh, uh, using video, about about uh, learning a, a great scripted, proven sales presentation, about networking in their community, uh, about uh, talking to realtors and, and, and uh, property managers and mortgage brokers. They're just timid about a lot of things. But what they're really good at is providing a great service for people. They're dedicated to being able to wipe out pest infestations and, and get rid of them and get rid of rodents and, and showing up on time and, and uh, doing what they say they'll do, doing more than what they said. They're great at that. But when it comes to selling and marketing themselves, they're just 
timid. And part of the reason they're timid is because they, they just, there are a lot of things they don't know and don't understand. But, uh, uh, when somebody calls on the telephone to talk to you because they saw your ad or they visited your website or they saw your sign or your billboard, uh, or they saw your vehicle and, uh, and they call up and, uh, of course, the first thing we need to ask them is how did you find out about me? Cause we want to know what's working. We want to know what magnet is attracting those people. But if they call you or they contact you, it's because they got a problem. And they, they've already made uh, the decision in their subconscious that your subconscious mind is the decision maker when it comes to buying, not your conscious mind. So they've already made, at a deep level, the decision to buy pest control service. So if we let them off of the phone or if we let them get away and go somewhere else and buy from somebody else, shame on us. We had a fish on the line and we, we couldn't get it into the boat. But if you ever watch uh, a professional fishing show or a tournament, you realize those guys are not timid fishermen. They don't sit there with something on the line and play around with it and jerk it around and laugh and point it out. They get that sucker in the boat in about two seconds because they realize that the big money is at stake of getting that fish into the boat and getting it measured and getting it weighed at the end of the day. Uh, they're not timid at all uh, about getting that fish into the boat. And so with that analogy, we can't be timid about signing up customers because we don't want them to get away and, and go sign up with somebody else. So learning sales techniques and closing techniques and a asking for the order. Can we go ahead? Why don't we go ahead and uh, schedule you for and let me take care of this problem for you? Uh, and if somebody says, well, I need to. I need to talk to my husband about it instead of saying, well, after you talk to him about it, call me back. You know, we might even ask, is there some question that you want to ask him or information you want to give him that I haven't covered? What, you know, I would say, what is it you, if you don't mind me asking, what is it that you need to talk to him about? And that, well, I need to ask him if he wants you to come this week or next week. You know, a technique that works great at that point is to say, well, i tell you what, uh, I understand that. And uh, so to save us all time and to make sure that we can get there as quick as we can, I'd like to make a suggestion. Uh, why don't we go ahead and, 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 and get you on the schedule for this treatment? And then after you talk to your husband, if he doesn't want to do it, all you have to do is call me back and we'll take you off the schedule. That's no problem. But if he says he wants to do it, uh, you're already on the schedule and you're already at the front of the line and we don't have to move you out another, another week. So if that works for you, let's, if you could do it Wednesday afternoon, let's get you on the schedule. Then if he says, yeah, let's do it, then we don't have it. We, we're already there. So would that work for you? And, you know, over half the time, they'll say, yeah, that'll work. Let's go ahead and do that. And once they get you on, you get them on the schedule, about 96% of those people stay on the schedule. So don't be shy about, uh, don't be timid about asking for the order, asking for the sale, uh, pinning people down. They, they want to buy. So 
it's, it's our job as sales salespeople to help them do that. And I'll stop talking and let you jump in there, Mike. I'm tired. Well, <laughs> you know, why don't you give examples of timid behavior common in pest control? Just just so you can educate me. I'm asking, what are because the reason I want you to point out maybe three or four things that, that timid salespeople do, then you got to ask yourself as a listener of the show, you know, oh, my gosh, I do that, and, and i got to stop that. Because uh, I had a mentor years ago named Chuck Reeves. Chuck Reeves was a great sales motivator. And, you know, he said, never sell on price, always sell on value. You know, when you're, when you prove value, price is never an issue was one of the things that Chuck used to say. And, and, and so people are timid because, you know, they don't know how they're not, they're not order takers say you want to buy one. Salespeople prove value. They talk about features and benefits. They set themselves apart. They do (laughs) things that others won't do. So give me some examples of things timid salespeople and PCOs and WCOs do so that you can, you know, you that maybe you'll have an aha moment here. You go, oh my gosh, I do yeah. that, and you got to stop it. What is it? Okay, well, one of the things, well, the biggest thing is the things that they don't do. It's the things they don't do more than the things they do. What they do is they take no for an answer, or they take, I need to think about it for an answer, or they think I'll get, they take, I'll get back with you for an answer. They just take these things and sit on them. Uh, you know, rather than take no for an answer, it's, it's, it's to, to, to try to, to negotiate with about what is your no? What is the no? What's causing the no? Let's see what the objection is and see if we can't overcome it. If somebody says, I don't want to do it right now, uh, but I might do it in, in a few weeks, rather than taking that as the final answer is saying, well, what, if you don't mind me asking, if you have this bug problem and, and it's, it's bugging you, uh, why would you want to put it off? Why would you not want to do it right now? Ask the question. You know, Larry Latimer told me one time, he said, you can get anybody to do anything if you simply ask the right questions. So, uh, so it's just asking the questions, find every, you, you, you know, you should write down a list of every objection you have ever gotten in your entire life when it comes to selling pest control termite and wildlife control, rodent control. Every single objection that has ever come up in your lifetime, you need to write them down and then write down the answer to overcome that objection so that whenever anybody has an objection, you've got the, you've got the response to it. You have solved the problem and you can, you can, uh, relate it right back to them so well you know that's that's a good point you bring up larry latterman i don't know if you knew this about larry you may have but he used to work with a company that would get all of the objections as many and when they got a new objection they would address it and they wrote scripts for salespeople on the phone mm-hmm. that was one of his jobs yeah and, it, and it's like when they say you say so my question to everybody is, do you have in your head, memorized, written down somewhere, when your customer says X, this is how you respond? And those responses were customized and designed specifically to overcome that objection. You know, I'm, I'm, I, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it till spring. 
here's what you say. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I, you know, I need to get it done, but you know, I want to get another, I want to check for lower prices. I just think you're a little too high. What do you say? You know, and like Chuck Reeves said, you know, your price is never too high when you prove the value. Yeah. Um, you know, so the, the, I think one of the biggest things that to not be a timid salesperson is either memorize or have, you know, these people used to have them on a computer screen. When the person says this, here's what you say, and you do Ab- not vary from that script. Absolutely. That's why, you know, being timid also means not understanding the power of sales scripts and not taking the time to to learn. First, you memorize it, and then you learn it, and then you emblazon it on your heart and soul so that nobody in a in a million years would ever guess that you're operating from a script. And people that wing it in sales, they oh, I just wing it. I just go off the top of my head. Well, you know what? You're you're losing a lot of business. You're you're the ones that you don't close are the ones that never call you back. Uh, you're just losing them because you're doing it off your head. You're going to be on one day, off one day, good yeah. one day, mediocre one day, bad one day. So part of being timid is is not wanting to to embrace proven sales words and phrases and timing and and being timid about your price that's another one uh people that you know i i I went from being kind of the average price guy to the most expensive pest control company in atlanta i was more expensive than orkin terminex i was more expensive than everybody Uh, and i grew my business in double digits every year because uh i learned uh uh, uh, there's a good book by, uh, about pricing, but I think it's by Larry Steinmetz is his name called how to charge a higher price than all of your competition. Uh, and I went to, a an all day workshop years ago, probably 20 years ago that he did. And, uh, boy, it came away from it. It just blew me away. And I, I quit being timid about my price, uh, Charge a high price. Do you think Mercedes Benz people are timid about their price, or Jaguar people, or Rolls Royce are timid about their price? You think when somebody comes into the showroom and they says, "You know, your this Mercedes is more expensive." I just came from the Ford dealership down the road. Y'all are a lot more expensive than they are. Do you think they go, "Yeah, I know we are." I, I'm sorry too. I. I but but that's just what we charge, and we can't, you know, we, we try to work with you, but, yeah, I know, we're more expensive. Do you think they say that, or they look at you, if you say, you know, y'all are more expensive than the Ford dealership, they look at you like you're a fool <laughs> to not know that. They're like, well, of course we're more expensive than the Ford dealership. This is a Mercedes, you stupid idiot. Well, well that's and, the thing is... Being bold, bold with your price and never backing down from your price. If somebody says you're more expensive than the other guy, there should be a moment of silence. And you look at them with a bewildered look and say, well, yes, yes, we certainly are more expensive than they are. And And just leave it at that. And if they ask why you're more expensive, then you better be prepared to tell them at least three big reasons why you're more expensive than the other guys. And so that they clearly see it, like Chuck Reeves said, be ready to blow them away with the reason why. But 
if you just if you are sheepish, yeah, I know we're more expensive, but I'll try to work with you on that. All you're doing is telling them that you're not worth what you charge. So being bold and be not timid about your price. There's all kind of areas, but just don't be timid with with the, your with your sales, with your pricing, with your closing. Don't be timid about asking somebody to sign on the dotted line right now and let's get you on the schedule. And, uh, so, uh, you know, here again, that's just timid salespeople are scrawny kids. They leave tons of money on the table. Yeah. Well, don't, don't be timid is that's the message here and being prepared and doing the work will create the confidence to not ever be timid when you have, when, when an opportunity for a sale arises and, and, you know, you, you, you can't spend the money you didn't get. You can't spend the sales you didn't make. And, and you got to understand if you expect to have a successful anything company, I don't care what you are for, for money to be, uh, exchanged, somebody has to make the sale and, uh, and timid salespeople don't do as well as people who are bold, confident, and prepared. There you go. And Mike, speaking of being uh, bold and confident, I'm bold and confident in telling you that we're out of time. Well, and uh, so uh, if anybody wants to know more about Mike and mine's programs, our our training programs, our coaching programs for pest control, you can go to pestcontrolmarketer.com and 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 check out what we do. And uh, uh, we're here to help you grow your business, show you exactly how to get more referrals and more sales and more phone calls, both offline and online, to help you grow your business. You know, uh, our clients grow their pest control businesses on average from 25 to 55% a year and some higher. So uh, if you're growing you know, in single digits, especially, but if you're going 10, 15% a year and you can't get past that, we'd like to talk with you because we can show you how to grow your business much faster, uh, and, and, uh, and, and much easier. So, uh, give us a call and, and our, you know, uh, our phone numbers on the website, pestcontrolmarketer.com. So Mike, well, and I'm going to add, I got the, I am confident that, People need what you and I teach, and we're worth ten times what we charge. And and well, and, and and the re- reality is is that you know you've got to believe value, and I know there's value in what you and I teach because we have proof, we have social proof from people who who've entrusted uh, uh, their confidence in what we do and what we teach. So, you know, give us a call, Hal 770-993-0004. I'm 770-826-3662. We'd love to hear from you. Give us a call, and we'll talk to you, and we'll, we'll put you in the hot seat and review what you can do, and you'll see why we have a program that can make a difference for you and your business. So we'd love to hear from you. We would, Mike, and thank you. Uh, always have fun when we get together to do these podcasts, and I look forward to coming up Nashville, seeing you soon, and hearing some good country music and eating some good food. And with that said, we're out of here. Thanks for listening to the Pest Control Marketing Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast in iTunes and on your phones and in Stitcher on your Android. But more importantly, go to our website, pestcontrolmarketingpodcast.com. Subscribe to our email list to always be notified of new episodes. 
You're never going to want to miss what we've got coming up next, and you never know what we're going to be able to do to help you with your pest control marketing.